I think the biggest mistake is just not like thinking that it doesn't matter and not really filling out all the fields, kind of like phoning it in, maybe copy pasting like a couple sentences from their resume summary into their about section. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to the Let's See Grandma Let's Career Grandma Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. This is an episode about what it's like to work with a professional resume writer. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while because I know we have a lot of prospective clients who are interested in working with a resume writer, but they haven't done so before. And I know we also have clients who wanna maximize the actual process and make sure that their resume turns out in the best shape possible. So I'm doing this episode for those folks, and I really wanna make sure to give a real holistic view of the actual process and working with a resume writing company. I brought on somebody who I should have brought on a long time ago for the podcast. Her name is Katie McElroy. She is the managing editor for Let's Eat Grandma Resume Service. Katie has so much experience when it comes to looking at documents. She has a really awesome eye and she has really honed in and used her expertise in the world of resume writing for the last few years now. And so I'm really proud to have Katie on this show finally. And we'll talk about the resume writing process as well as the decision of whether or not to work with a professional resume writer. And I know this is somewhat of a biased episode. Yes, it's a podcast episode on whether to work with a writer and what the process is like from a resume writing company. I do acknowledge that wholeheartedly, but I do want to give a real honest big picture. Really, I want to zoom out and help you understand and to make that decision here. And so we'll even talk about who the resume, who working with a professional resume writer is not right for. I think that's something good to address as well. So we're going to kick into this episode in just a few seconds here, but I cannot wait to get into it. Make sure you are subscribed because we have lots of exciting content coming out for job seekers, LinkedIn, cover letters, the job search process, career coaches, and things like that. You're not going to want to miss an episode, so make sure, again, you are subscribed. And let's kick right into episode 302 of the Career Warrior Podcast. Katie, welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. Like I said, it is a long time coming to have you on this podcast episode, so I'm so excited for us to have this conversation about the resume process Why don't you kick right into what you do as a managing editor for Let's Eat Grandma? I'm sure folks are dying to know what it is exactly a managing editor does for a resume service. Right. Yeah. It's great to be on the podcast after listening to it all the time and kind of obviously talking to you all the time at work. So as a managing editor at Let's Eat Grandma, I basically just help our writers, our team of resume writers, create all their documents for their clients. So I give them a sort of feedback on the documents as they are creating them, their first drafts. And I also answer any questions that come up when they are before the consultation, if they're wondering about how to position or what kind of questions to ask the clients in the consultation. And then I also, I review their documents before they send them to their clients so that they are exactly what they're saying, what they want them to say. And then um, we also have some other reviewers that help me. And so I manage them and kind of keep our style 
guide current and all about make sure that we're all following the best practices for resume writing and that we're staying up to date. I love that. And one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on the show, it's like, you're not necessarily on like the sales or marketing side. So like, this is no, by no means like a pitch uh, for people to get a resume service. In fact, I would like to speak to the, the real reasons why people should not choose a resume service. But I know you work on the blog, which is really solid. But like the main thing that you do is you're in charge of the standards and making sure that the resumes we put through for our job seekers are really high quality. Yes. Yeah. I like to think of my job as basically setting the content standards for the company. And so that does that is reflected in the blog that we that we put out and then also the documents that we create for our clients. So um, I'm constantly researching about what's happening in the resume writing world and the career services world and then using that knowledge to update our practices and our processes and update our uh, what we put out there for clients and then also just for the general public on the blog. Well, thank you for everything you do. And what I wanted to do just like quite candidly is talk about, I think just opening directly up into like the decision on whether or not to work with a resume writer or to do the resume yourself. I think just for me personally, I always tell people that like both are perfectly good options. It's just up to you to decide like whatever period you are in your life, whether the the time is right now to work on a resume writer or whether or not just like you might need the extra boost. So I just want to hear kind of like your opening thoughts on like the decision making process, perhaps some of the things that clients will ask, like going into the process. Yeah. So I think that the biggest question to ask yourself when deciding whether or not to work with a resume writing service is, do you have time to work on your resume and update it? Not only write the resume itself, but to research what a modern resume should look like, what the best practices are currently for resumes you know things change pretty quickly in the career world and so you know like 10 years ago five years ago people were writing objective statements on resumes now mm -hmm. you don't want to do that and so you need to make sure before you start updating your resume that you know what a good modern resume should look like so that's yeah. one part of it and then also do you have time to sort of investigate your experience and your accomplishments and think about, well, investigate your experience to find the accomplishments that you want to pull out on your resume. And then do you have time to actually sit down and write it all and then proofread it and then write it all? And do you have somebody there that can, you know, read it again for you and proofread it for you? So all of that takes kind of a lot of time and it can be very stressful and a little bit like overwhelming yeah. if you're doing it for yourself. Some people find it to be fun, you know, to kind of look through. And if you have a journal of your <laughs> of your career, you know, maybe yeah. that really want to do that. But I know from a lot of experience that a lot of people find it very uh, painful to <laughs> go back and kind of like try to figure out and what they've done and how best to present it. Yeah, I think first of all, like the time thing you said is so key because some of the folks that we work with are just super busy people who they have these perhaps jobs that they're currently working on or they might have like a family to take care of on top of that or other obligations. But I do want to circle back on something you said, which is the achievements thing and like thinking about what you've done in past jobs and stuff like that. Why is that so important when it comes to the resume writing process? Is that something that 
I guess like we integrate into the process and just talking about like achievements, like why do we hone in on that? Yeah. So that's pretty much the, I suppose, goals of you know, writing a good resume is making sure that you're not just listing out a bunch of tasks that you performed over the years. Basically, if you do that, you're just writing a job description and you're, right. it's not really going to be very memorable. And so you really want to look at your what you've done in terms of what you've achieved and what you've done for companies that you've worked for. And that can be a hard thing to do by yourself because it can be awkward to think about what you've done and feel a little bit self-conscious about what trying to, you know, brag about yourself. And, you know, that's where a resume writer can really be helpful and kind of like you say, yeah, I led this project and they can be like, well, what did that project accomplish? What, you know, what money would it, you know, they know the the questions to ask to really look at those, drill into those projects that you led or, you know, assisted and figure out what you did that made an impact. There have been so many times when I think I know my plan going forward, or I think I know how to come up with some sort of document or, you know, proposal. And I'm like my own echo chamber. I'll kind of like toss out ideas that I think are good. I'm like, oh, this definitely Mm -hmm. belongs in that document. But it's only after truly brainstorming with another person. And, you know, you and I, we've even had meetings, you know, at work, you know, me and my co-founder, you know, Matt, we've talked about things. It's like, those are when I have those real aha moments in understanding Mm -hmm. like what I should really have on these sort of documents. And so I think about the resume is the same thing. It's like when you actually are speaking and connecting with another human, that perhaps can be one of the best opportunities to like elicit and understand and just extract what should be on the resume. So I'm glad we really talked about that and opened up about it. And so who is a resume service not right for? I want to ask that question too. And I know we have like the bias of being a resume service, putting on a podcast episode about resume Mm -hmm. writers, but I really want to take the time to understand like if the process or if working with the company is right for me. So who should not work with a resume writing company? Yeah, that's a good question because it does seem a little bit counterintuitive for us to be talking about that. (laughs) But there are definitely people who a resume service wouldn't be good for So we mentioned if you're too busy to write your resume, you should think about using a resume writing service. On the flip side, if you're too busy to communicate with your resume writer during the process of creating your resume, then you probably should wait and get that resume writing service when you have time. Because I think that's one of the biggest, and it kind of goes back to what you're saying before, but the best resumes that are written by resume writers are written with close collaboration with their clients. So, you know, you don't want a resume writer to just take your old resume and like rewrite what you wrote. You want them to take your old resume and go deeper into it and find new things and come up with something new and more effective. So if you don't have time to kind of, you know, answer the emails from your resume writer or have a a detailed consultation with your resume writer to provide information to your resume writer to kind of like look up you know if they ask you questions about metrics or results if you don't have the time or interest in looking up that information then maybe it's not the right time for you to work with a resume writer i love that just because like so much of what we do i feel like hinges upon that phone consultation or even just the collaboration between the writer 
and the job seeker. So like you definitely have to put some time into the process. You can't just like throw the money and just expect Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like a great product to come from that. So that's a really good point. And on the point of money too, like I know it's oftentimes a concern for some people or some people genuinely may not be able to afford perhaps at this point in time, like a resume service. That's completely understandable. And that's why like one reason we try to give folks resources, a la this podcast or the blog to be able to write their own resumes if that's the point that they're at. But one caution I would give those people is beware of perhaps like spending money on a like a really inexpensive resume service that looks like okay I can afford this and then all of a sudden you feel like the product that you get isn't good because there wasn't a consultation there wasn't more of an in-depth process that extracted good resume it's just like they took the content in my resume and all of a sudden it's there's a fancy template to it so I would say, you know, again, we're biased here because like we believe in what we do and like we do things for a reason. But I truly do believe there's a certain price point you should pay for a resume service. If not, just do it yourself because I think you'll get just a good of a product than some of those cheaper services. I definitely see that where a client will say, well, I went to this place before and basically they just just took my resume and kind of shuffled up the language that I had written maybe like polish it a little bit, maybe, you know, put a couple better verbs or synonyms in there and then popped it into their new template and then handed it back to me, you know, and that's better, I guess, than what you had before, but it's not really worth much. And you could have just gotten a template online and, you know. And it's more time to your job search too. So yeah, (laughs) I love it. And so what's the process? I'd love to dive into the like actual steps uh, from beginning to end and working with a resume writer. What's typically the first thing that I will do when I work with a professional? And then just go ahead and take me through that process, Katie. Yes. I'll just go down like the let's see grout process because that's one of the most familiar with a lot of different, like I said, they have different ones all over, like different services have different processes. Mm -hmm. But for ours, you have schedule your consultation, you fill out an intake form so that your writer knows a little bit more about you so they can prepare for the consultation. And you provide them with your old resume. If you don't have a resume that we have a form that you fill out that is similar to your resume. So it just gets like a little bit of a idea of your background and also job descriptions that you want to apply for, which is, you know, obviously very important. Uh, a lot of times people don't know what you know, they have a very like nebulous idea about what kind of job they want to apply for. And that's going to make your resume writing process a little bit harder if you can't hone in on what kind of job you'd like to <laughs> to apply for. Mm-hmm. And then you have a consultation with your writer. And so that in that consultation, the writer will just go through your old resume, go through your intake and really, like I said before, like kind of drill down on those accomplishments and find out what metrics are related to those accomplishments, what results you've attained with your work. And then they, they'll they take all that information after the consultation and create your resume over the next seven days. Yeah. I'll cut in and just ask like a specific question that some job seekers ask about the process. But what if, is my writer going to be within the industry that I'm a part of? Or is there a way to somewhat match that because I come from the perspective of somebody who may have like more of like a heavy technical background and might be concerned that my writer just might not get it. What do you think? Yeah, that's a question that we do get sometimes. And, you know, while 
our writers have written so many resumes for people in so many different industries. So it's very, very likely that if you purchase a resume from a resume writing service, your writer will have some familiarity with your industry. Maybe not your exact job title, but right. most likely they'll have familiarity with your industry. That said, if they don't have familiarity with your specific job title or, you know, if there's so many jobs out there, so it's very hard to say that they would have familiarity yeah. <laughs> with that for sure. And or that we could match clients to writers based on that. That would be pretty difficult. <laughs> like, do you have a resume writer that's been a marketing analyst for the milk industry? Like something very specific. Exactly. <laughs> happens. And, you know, sometimes we get those happy coincidences where that works, you know, but a lot of times we don't match that way. And but what I always say is it doesn't really matter because a resume writer has a very specific skill set that is in writing resumes and it's irrespective of what industry you're in. So they know how to approach a new industry or a new job title. They know the right research to do. They know all applicant tracking system best practices. They know what questions to ask about your accomplishments to get to the heart of them, regardless of what industry you're in or what your job was. And, you know, you're there, like, and this is where collaboration comes in as well, because you're there to kind of like answer their questions and mm -hmm. give them a little bit of background. I mean, your circumstance may be complicated, but it's unlikely it's too complicated for the resume writer to understand because they're used to exactly. this. This is what they do every day. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you, like when I was writing resumes for us, I just remember like those, you know, I, I just want to put it out there. I've learned a thing or two about those IT resumes and what XYZ programming languages mean, because there are so many different ones out there. <laughs> and so yeah. we really do our research in order to understand what makes sense for folks. Mm -hmm. So continue on with the process. So you talked about the intake process, the consultation, and like, how does like the back and forth work? I know we have a lot of folks who are like worried about kind of just putting their resume out there and not being able to, I guess, like have any sort of influence. But what does the collaboration look like in the middle of the process? Good question. So like, basically, as the writer is writing the first draft of the resume, they may ask you for a little bit of clarification, but this is pretty much something they'll do on their own with collaboration with Let's Say Grandma, that's with the reviewers and with me. So they'll write the resume and then like it'll be reviewed by a reviewer or by me. And then once they send it to you, once they send you the first drafts, then that's when you can take a look and you have a couple rounds of revision with your writer. And so you're able to just kind of respond directly on the file or just with a list of, with an email and just kind of tell them everything that you love, everything that you think should be a little different, everything concerns you have. Maybe you've decided that you want to highlight something else. Maybe you've remembered something else that you want to highlight, you know, so you have a lot of time and you're encouraged to, you know, kind of really work on those documents until you get them right. Because we don't want to just send you something and be like, this is it. I got yeah. it all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? You know, like, uh, you know. Yeah. But how long is the process? Because I know times can definitely vary, mm -hmm. like depending on the client. But like, typically speaking, like how long is this going to be going on for? 
So we try to keep the process 14 days from the consultation day. So mm-hmm. an easy kind of seven days to first drafts and then seven days to final drafts. So we try to keep it to that. We never go over that because of the writers keep it to that. But of course, they'll grant an extension. If you have something come up and you need a couple extra days, then it can be extended. Makes sense. So I love the deep dive into the process. I love the fact that we've hopefully given people like more of an objective overview on like how to make the decision to work with the writer. The thing I actually would like to round this episode like the actual value that we're providing our clients, like on the resume itself, it's like, what are we actually doing to affect change in the resume? And of course, like the thing that you mentioned was like achievements and getting like the actual call it the brag sheet for our writers. But like, what are we doing to actually improve and change the resume itself? And you can talk about LinkedIn too and cover. I don't want to forget like the other supplemental things oh, yeah. there, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So as far as the resume goes, I would say the main, so we're modernizing your format. Generally, if you're buying a resume writing service, you haven't written a resume in a long time. And I can guarantee that your format is not going to look like what a modern resume format looks like. And so we're going to make it look totally professional and exactly like what a, a modern hiring manager wants to see. The applicant tracking systems are a huge part of applying to companies these days. And so we make sure that your resume has the right keywords to match the job descriptions that you're trying to apply for. We make sure that you have all the keywords and the right format so that you won't get any sticky points with the applicant tracking systems. And then we also, yeah, we just make sure that language is really clearly identifying accomplishments. It's not just reading like a job description. It's not just making sure that you stand out from everybody else that does the same job that you do. Because I can guarantee you that a hiring manager is going to see, if they're hiring for a specific position, they're going to see a bunch of resumes that say just the same tasks, the same things like, I do this, I do this, I do this. What will stand out is I've done this for these companies. I've done this. You want somebody reading your resume to be like, wow, they did that for that company. Maybe they could do that for my company. (laughs) So we know how to make that happen. Our resumes, pay writers know how to make that happen. And so then, yeah, with the cover letter, we also, you know, write cover letters. And I think that the cover letter is a really fun part of the application and it's still very relevant. And I mean... When I'm hiring for Let's See Grandma, I read every single cover letter. And I think that if you don't apply with the cover letter, sometimes you go a little bit to the like bottom of the pile because I want to hear your story. I want to hear a little more about you. I want to know what the story is behind those accomplishments on the resume because the resume just has, you know, the list of what you've done. And then I want to hear like how yeah. you did it and how that made you feel and what challenges happened along the way. The cover letter is another good one that we like to do and then the yeah linkedin is basically just making sure that you're using that platform to the full potential because there's a lot of room for tweaking that to make it so that you're more visible for recruiters and also that it presents you when you are applying for a job and your potential employer looks at your linkedin they see that you're a professional who is ready to do the job love that 
And then second, I'll ask for like your, it's my famous tattoo question for job seekers <laughs> and career warriors, but a few very quick lightning round questions in which I kind of have guests answer in like a minute or less here. So I'll throw them at the top of my head right here, or I'll kind of like pull <laughs> them right here. You weren't expecting these questions, so I like <laughs> to keep it spontaneous. But number one, what is the biggest mistake that you think job seekers are making with their LinkedIn profiles? I think the biggest mistake is just not like thinking that it doesn't matter and not really filling out all the fields, kind of like phoning it in, maybe copy pasting like a couple sentences from their resume summary into their about section, maybe like not using the skills section. You know, I see profiles with one to five skills or something and you can put 50 in there mm -hmm. and those show up in recruiter searches. So that's very important. So yeah, just basically just not using the platform for what, in a way that it can help you. I love that. Two is favorite part of the job. How about that one? <laughs> well, oh boy, there's so many interesting <laughs> I'm getting Katie to just really elaborate on this because I need to know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I really love working with my writers. I feel like we have such an interesting team. I meet so many awesome people working at Let's See Grandma and just talking with them every day and kind of like helping them. And they all care about their clients so much, like genuinely are trying to make these documents just like the best they can be. And I love seeing that kind of energy and um, kind mm -hmm. of bouncing ideas off of them and sort of like sometimes uh, resume writing can be like a puzzle sometimes where you have all this information and you're trying to like figure out the best way to put it on the page so that it's most effective for your client. And I love kind of solving that puzzle with the writers. I love that. And third, and I don't even know how I would answer this one, but oh, no. what is your craziest <laughs> or funniest resume writing story? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'd have to say the funniest ones. And this is just a, a general sort of funniest ones is mm -hmm. the people that are very, very, and this is not to, this is not talking about European conventions that require this, but some people put very large headshots on their resumes with lots of color and then like designs and maybe like crazy fonts. And that's their original resume. Maybe ha I saw once uh, like a six page resume that was all black, like the page was black and the font was all white and then it just had all these like oh, no. neon things. it was just like it was the craziest thing i've ever seen and the first page was half of it was a headshot like a very like a yeah very um interesting looking not a professional headshot at all yeah <laughs> and this client was it took a lot of convincing that like you know that wasn't the way to go <laughs> yeah it's one thing to stand out and I kudos to that person for, I guess, wanting to stand out or finding ways, but right. it has to be for like the content in the resume it has to be and for like the right thing. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was the, that was what we kept coming back to. He was like, well, this is, you know, this is going to catch their attention. And I was like, yeah, they're going to laugh a little bit and then kind of move on to that. I was like, I don't even know how to tell what you've done in the past. I don't know where your professional experience is on this thing. 
I love that. Good job with the lightning round. I feel like you really gave some good answers <laughs> there. So cool. I will round out in a second or just conclude this episode hearing your final thoughts and words of encouragement for job seekers, folks who are looking to take their careers up another level. But first of all, how can people find out more about you? And if you are hiring, which yes, I know this is a project that you help out with, how can people <laughs> apply to our company as a resume writer? Yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, just Katie McElroy is after the LinkedIn slash. And then you can, yeah, we are hiring. We're always looking for great resume writers. So you can contact us at um, hiring at lexigrandma.com. And for listeners, you know what I do. I will include Katie's LinkedIn profile for you to check that out and connect or follow her if you like. And yes, if you are very talented in the area, I know we have a lot of folks who are certified resume writers or folks who already are resume writing who listen to this podcast, please, 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 please encourage you to reach out through that email address. So Katie, thanks so much. You are a fabulous guest. I'm glad we finally had you on the show. Go ahead and let me know if I'm a job seeker and I might feel like I'm struggling in the job search, what words of advice would you give? And I always ask this in terms of like the tattoo question, like if you were to tattoo one piece of advice or something for every career warrior looking to transition, what would that be? So um, I'm kind of piggybacking on a, I heard another one of your podcast guests, and I can't remember what her name was now, but she talked about owning your expertise. And I thought that was such a great, just a great kind of motto for your career journey. But I would tweak it a little little bit in the resume writing world and say, own your achievements. So I just think it's mm. a real mindset shift for people, for job seekers to really look at your job or look at your career, not as like a succession or look at your career as a succession of accomplishments for different companies, rather than just what you've done for your employers, like what you did every day. Like what, you know, just going to work every day and just the tasks that you performed, but instead just looking back over your career as what you have done to change things for your employers. And I think that kind of helps you. It communicates the importance of like rising above your daily drudgery of your work and just like your yeah. tasks and just kind of like answering your emails, you know, like working on your reports and more kind of celebrating what you've actually gotten done and what you've all that you've achieved, because if you've been working you've achieved things <laughs> yeah cool own your achievements such great words to definitely work by especially as you reflect upon everything that you've done perhaps like your last job or just even in your career as you look to get it on paper because it's more than just about the resume i would say too right it's like the, the confidence that we can feel our clients have as they go through the process of writing the resume. They're like, wow, I really have done all these amazing things. And I do need to talk about that with whoever's, you know, going to be looking at my resume or interviewing me. So oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that whole mindset really will help you at once your resume is once somebody gets you to the interview stage, then if you're talking to them in terms of like this, look at this, this is all that I've done for people. And I can, like I said before, this is what I can do for you. As opposed to like, this is, yeah, I can use Salesforce, you know. All right, Katie. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Career Warrior Podcast, episode 302. You were fabulous. And this was a long time coming. So I'm sorry I didn't have you here earlier just thinking about it. But <laughs> oh my gosh, this was awesome. Thank you so much. It was really fun. Thank you for having me. Cool. 
Well, listeners, this wraps up episode 302 of the Career Warrior podcast. This is what it's like to work with a professional resume writer. And I will make sure to link the resources we mentioned in the show notes. So if you want to check out Kitty's LinkedIn profile, or if you want to apply to be a resume writer, and of course, check out our resume services, you can do so by looking at the description of the podcast episode, no matter what platform you're listening to. And I always love connecting with fellow warriors. So please also connect with me and let me know what you thought about this episode. I'm Chris Villanueva, CPRW on LinkedIn, and we will post a LinkedIn newsletter as well with this episode in it. So feel free to let me know what you think in the comments. All right, listeners, this wraps up 302. I will see you next Monday. Career Warrior Podcast. And before you go, remember, if you're not seeing the results you want in your job search, our highly trained team of professional resume writers here at Let's Eat Grandma can help. Head on over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash podcast to get a free resume critique and $70 off any one of our resume writing packages. We talk all the time on the show about the importance of being targeted in your job search. And with our unique writing process and focus on individual attention, you'll get a resume, cover letter, and LinkedIn profile that are highly customized and tailored to your goals to help you get hired faster. Again, head on over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash podcast. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.